0: As long as we're breathing, right? And you see this a lot in hospitals. We're so grateful to be living. And as long as we're breathing, living human beings, we're going to be thrown rocks at. It's just life, right? But do you see those rocks as big boulders in your way? Or do you see these rocks as the little pebbles that are paving your exact path to all the greatness that's possible for you? The choice is yours.
1: Exactly. Because we are in control. Of our long life, you are the driver in that car. Do you want to drive to a beautiful mountaintop, to the beach, wherever you want to go? Do you have that idea already in your mind? If you do, then we don't feel lost. Then you don't feel like I'm stuck. Because when you have an ideal life in mind, that aligns with who you are, your personal mission, and how you wanted to interact with everybody else. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today everyone. It's Sabrina Rumpak, your host for the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals. And joining me today, we have another exciting episode with our friend, Lucy Liu. And I know you heard about that name before, and we're going to talk about how to shatter those limiting beliefs and really be that confident you that you already have, and you have so much resource in you. So Lucy and I, we met over a year ago and just so organically on Instagram. And the funny thing is social media have brought people really together or it can distract you. And now we are actually co-authoring a big coffee bound book called Asian Women Who Boss Up. We truly want to highlight that Whatever you think Asian woman is, we're not just the tiger moms, or you don't even have to be married. And you can be whoever you are professionally and have both the lives that you can fully tap into and enjoy every single moment of it. So I'm so excited for her to be here with us. I know healthcare professionals, especially, we're just always driving forward. And statistics even show there about 16% of healthcare professionals are Asian. And we are looking forward to how do we become that strong healthcare professional and still have a life. So Lucy, please introduce yourself.
0: Wow, thank you, Sabrina, for that introduction, and thank you for inviting me here. I am so absolutely excited, and you know what? My mom was a doctor in China before we immigrated to the U.S., so I have the utmost respect for all healthcare professionals, and yes, I'm here today to share a little light about my life and in hopes to inspire you with hope, confidence, and Optimism because even a flicker of hope can catapult you to great heights. And I personally transformed my own life from feeling overstressed, unhappy, and unhealthy at one point to living my life of joy, fulfillment, and mindfulness now, and that's why I became a life coach, and I love to help other women make that kind of life transformations, and that's what I do, and I also host a weekly
1: podcast as well called The Lucy Lou Show. That is amazing, and especially I think the two of us kicked off because her name, and... <laughs> Uh, I think name in itself is a representation is how we identify ourselves. And when people spell our name wrong or say it wrong, it kind of like a little dagger into who we are almost, even though it's just a name. You can be called something else and people do change their name sometimes, go by the middle name, whatnot. And for me, I change my Chinese name into my middle name and I use Sabrina just because one, it's more difficult to say and my Chinese name start with X. And it's not in a lot of languages have that sound naturally. And it's okay. For me, I love Sabrina. It's kind of unique too. Not too many people have it. So I'm okay with that. So love to dial more into Lucy. Tell us more about how your journey about discovering your name, the shadow of having Lucy Lou out there in the media already. And what was the journey like for you to go through finding your happiness again? Oh, absolutely. I can
0: talk about my name for hours. So I grew up in Los Angeles and I had my name before, you know, I knew who she was. And I grew up in Los Angeles and obviously being so close to Hollywood, I actually took acting classes and I actually was signed up for a casting agency in middle school. And I was doing commercial audits and Every single time I went to an audition, the casting director would run out of their office and they'd be like, oh my God, Lucy Lou's on the list. Lucy Lou's on the list. And I was like, okay, hi. You know, I didn't really know at the time who Lucy Lou was. I knew about her, but I didn't know she was already that famous until I saw her maybe in Charlie's Angels, you know, later on. So I'm like, wow. And I learned she's a talented artist now she's a director and but at the time you know I was just a little me it was just I'm, I'm Lucy Lou. yeah hi but the casting director would run out like so excitedly that Lucy Lou's on their list and they see me and they're like oh not the Lucilo, So they would be so apparently disappointed, like you can see it in their face, right? So I was kind of like almost always a disappointment for people. And living in LA, and she does too, sometimes I would feel shy about like making restaurant reservations at very nice places. Like if it's a five-star hotel that I'm going to eat at, I would usually use my mom's name for the reservation, because I don't want people to be like, oh, are you the Lucille?" Like, they would be like, excuse me, are you that Lucille?" right? So I had a lot of stories around that. And I think because we do not see another Julia Roberts out there, we don't, there cannot be another Angelina Jolie. And so I always felt like I was going to be nobody. I'm not the Lucy Liu. I will never be a successful. I will never be somebody, right? So I'll just live my average day Joe life. There was a point I felt like there wasn't really meaning to life. Like I was just, it's kind of boring. Life is boring. I'm not anybody. I can't do anything. I won't be successful. It's the mindset. But I love my name. So Lucy Lou is my maiden name even after I married I'm married for many years now but I still kept my name because I loved it. I mean I thought about legally changing my name but it's just too much work. And I think the problems with name is not just having the same name as a celebrity as you mentioned people have names when it's hard to spell. Uh, when it's too long, right? You can't fit like in the forms or when it's always pronounced wrong, right? Some people have their names and they're always pronounced wrong. That's annoying, but it's part of our life. And I think it took decades of personal development to really embrace that uniqueness and really embrace the story of that's who I am. So that's one of my Major limiting beliefs as I was growing up. And another limiting belief that I always had in my whole life was that being an immigrant, even though I graduated from UCLA, I mean, a pretty well known university, I always felt my English isn't good enough. I always felt like I'm not Native American. I, you know, when I say this to people, like, they're like, you're crazy. But Inside my mind, there's always this deeply rooted self-talk that my English wasn't good enough, but I'm a coach. I coach my clients to shatter their limiting beliefs. And so I'm always on the constant lookout. What can I do to shatter my own limiting beliefs? What am I telling myself that's not true? I'm constantly on the lookout. For that awareness, and I definitely picked my top two. So I'm like, okay, these are my top two limiting beliefs, and I'm gonna shatter them. So that's why I launched my podcast and just calling it the Lucy Liu. So I am unique. So are you. We are all amazing. You're amazing. You're incredible. You're remarkable. And even if I help the life of one listener, I have done my contribution to a better world. And that's my purpose on earth. And that's why I live a fulfilled life now. And I love to make that kind of transformation for
1: my clients as well. That is so amazing. We know many healthcare professional can relate to you. I am an immigrant too. I have an accent. It comes out here and there, but it's us that's just who i am everybody technically has accent depending on where you live even in the south the twine and when you go to where i grew up in new jersey and new york those area people talk differently and that's okay it goes into what your background and make who we are and we should be proud of that However, just like you're saying, there are many immigrants who came here who become healthcare professional, and sometimes people might feel self-conscious when we talk to other patients when we're trying to explain a concept or even to our colleague. And it can be a barrier, but we can leverage that uniqueness in taking our time thinking about what we're saying, articulating, maybe not speak so much at one time just to be more aware. But that doesn't mean we're any less of, we're less intelligent, we're less capable, we're just as great as anybody else out there. And uh, I totally agree. Many doctors with very long name, they shorten, right? Just like one of our co-authors, her name is shortened to AJ, because it's such a long name. It's actually also good in a way when we change, when we be able to shorten, because you also be more considerate of other people. Do you want to take the time really explain to your patients, to your clients, what your name means, or how do you say it correctly? Or do you actually want to get to the point of why they're coming to you for? Yeah, it's all mindset. I mean,
0: this used to hinder me. My name used to hinder me. Like it stopped meaning for being who I am or thinking about or caring about what other people thought of me, right? When I started my coaching business, it took me three months to think of a name because I didn't want people to feel like I was using her name for fame or I was just overthinking. I'm like, I can't think of a name for my coaching business, yet I love my name. So after three months, I'm like, you forget it. I need to be that confident version of me. So that version came to my clients. They're like, oh my God, you're so confident. You know, I love it. You know, how can I be confident like you? So what used to hinder me actually is helping me thrive today. So whatever is blocking you, those could be the exact blocks that are you know, moving the needle for you next month.
1: That's totally true. We cannot predict the future and one of the biggest sabotaging tendency that high performance have is controlling. We don't know the future, despite how much experience, years you read about it, you learn about it, that's still all in the past. Everyone has a different scenario. There's no way we can duplicate the people, the time, the resources in the past for the future. Now, if you want to get nitty gritty in science, yes, we're trying, right? We try to have the control arm when we do study, and then we kind of trying to have the experimental. But even that, Unless you're doing it in the lab, genetically mutate all oh, your subjects to the same thing, we are still affected by the, all the other factors. And we can't live life by living in a box, feeling like everything needs to be calculated before we act. We just have to make one tiny step because that one tiny step will confirm how well you can do it. And if it's not working, you can simply pivot. It didn't really. Waste much of our energy at all. Yeah. And I always like
0: to say, as long as we're breathing, right? And you see this a lot in hospitals, we're so grateful to be living. And as long as we're breathing, living human beings, we're going to be thrown rocks at. It's just life, right? But do you see those rocks as big boulders in your way? Or do you see these rocks as the little pebbles that are paving your exact path to all the greatness that's possible for you? The choice is yours.
1: Exactly. Because we are in control of our own life. You are the driver in that car. Do you want to drive to a beautiful mountaintop, to the beach, wherever you want to go? Do you have that idea already in your mind? If you do, then we don't feel lost. Then you don't feel like I'm stuck. Because when you have a ideal life in mind that aligns with who you are, your personal mission, and how you wanted to interact with everybody else, then we can reverse engineer and creating that internal compass. People always talk about stress out, stuck. Well, it's also a choice, just like what Lucy is saying. Do you choose to drive forward or do you choose just to put a brake on? What do you even choose to go backwards?
0: Yeah, the choice is always ours. And you can choose to be confident. You can choose to own your day. Everything is by choice. And sometimes the choices are hard, right? Being single is hard. Being married is hard. But you get to choose your hard, right? There's so many choices that we face each day. And that's the beauty of life. It's not a hard decision. It's a fun
1: decision. Yes. And if you can pivot your mind to, I'm making a choice for a fun decision. I cannot change the past. Whatever happened, happened. Simply accept that. But I'm resourceful enough. I'm smart enough that I can leverage on other people's knowledge, other people's time and resource, so I can grow, so we can all make something great. If you think about in a way of synergy, you no longer have to be on a lonely island feeling like you're fighting against the world. The world doesn't really want to fight you unless you really want to fight against it. So why not be doing the smart choices, doing the right thing for yourself, and then we can truly move forward.
0: Absolutely. I always say this, you're the CEO of your life. You know, in a business setting, the CEO sets the strategy and vision for the business. And you are an entity just like a business. There's the administrative department, your finances. So you've got to be the CEO of this organization called your life. And I was talking to one of my guests on my podcast, and she also put it in a great way. She said the CEO is the chief energy officer. So you get to decide where you put your energy, where you spend your energy, where do you drain your energy, all the choices up to you.
1: So perfectly said, you are the chief energy officer in your life. And something I will say with my three-step system, the last one is actually probably one of the more important one. without the right energy, productivity does not go far When people are always thinking, Sabrina, I don't understand how you can be still working in clinical medicine and do speaking, do consulting, well, because I go back to how do I want to feel good today and what can I do to reboot my energy and my focus throughout the day? Now, on a typical day like this, it's my day off from clinical medicine, but it's my day to engage with people like Lucy and engage with other people who are powerful, engage with my clients who really want to elevate their life. Naturally, that gave me energy. However, in between each session, what I do is these two-minute exercise so I can reset, reboot. It's not fair to the next person if you have carried on whatever good or bad energy from the previous conversation. Would you want to go into your patient's room? Or if you are the patient and seeing a provider, do you want them to come in all like cranky or all like too happy? And then you start questioning what is going on, right? You want them to be coming in the peaceful state? Just simply be there for you. Be 100% present without all the other thoughts that they had previously.
0: Oh, absolutely. That works in professional setting and it works in your personal life. You can take as many one minute, two minute breaks throughout the day, close your eyes and say to yourself, you know, when you open your eyes, what are your intentions? Right? Reset your intentions. And you can do this as many times as you need it. And if in the beginning, if your mind is going crazy, you can even put on an eye mask. Do that practice, do it privately, practice until you get perfect at it. But those thoughts going on in your mind, they're lying to you, right? They're liars. And I'm loving this conversation. You're absolutely right. We are fueling each other's mind, right? We don't really feel like this is working, right? This is not work. This is fuel for
1: our brain. Yes. When we get so good at something, it can sometimes seem like, well, am I already tapped out on my potential? If you get to that point, then ask yourself again, why did you get into this field to begin with? What was that drive of excitement? Have you lost that? And where do you want to go with your life direction? Because your life direction really matches everything with our career success, our financial stability, our personal mission, and sometimes people don't even know what that personal mission is anymore. And they're just so focused and got caught up on the doing part, the career part or just managing your family or just managing the little time you have and start losing what joy even could look like or you have tapped into that joy spot but you can't maintain it. Then that's not a sustainable way to live. So Allow yourself on a weekly basis, just to give yourself a few minutes. To Even with my clients, I ask them, hey, one thing I ask you to do, just pick three things that's non-negotiable for the week and three more value systems you wanted to keep. We're trying to simplify things and not to get too overwhelmed. Oh, absolutely. I love this. I do the same
0: with my clients. This is absolutely crucial. Even on our first call, you got to know your values and priorities, right? How do you want to spend your time and your non-negotiables, right? Those have to be attended first because then you have the energy to attend your family and your loved ones or your career,
1: So true. And that's why I even asked all my speakers on my show to give them a little self-reflection. So Lucy took my, what's your number one killer that blocking you from creating that harmony in your life and work? So she, of course, as a, a coach, she did really well. And her average score is a 9.3 out of 10. And one thing that she slightly lacking, I would say, is your health and fitness. And you're really good on multiple spots like emotional well being, personal character, your quality of life, and your life mission. Anything surprising to you? Anything you yeah. would. Not at all, I would say I, my nickname when I was really young,
0: it was a lazy cat because my parents always say I exercise too less. So that has improved over the years. So I do get my body moving. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. That would be the only area that I try to improve. And other than that, I'm very blessed and I feel very blessed to be where I am. I'm grateful
1: for every resource, every client, every friend and family and all the love in my life. That's so amazing. I'm sure people wanted to hear more from you. How can they find you? Yeah, check me out at lucylucoaching.com. I'm
0: very active on Instagram at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U. That's Miss Lucy Liu. And actually, I have the same handle everywhere. Facebook,
1: LinkedIn, wherever you are, Twitter. Come say hi. Amazing, amazing. Thank you for joining us tonight. And for anybody else who's listening and you love the episode, please share with other people and give us a reading on iTunes. We would love to hear from you. How for all. Until next week, bye bye. Thank you. All right, my friend. How did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this is just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group